Hello, reptile entrepreneurs. Today, we're going to talk about logos, why they are important, and what considerations you must take into account. Shortly, I will bring on Adeline Robinson, who is a professional wildlife artist who also creates logos for people in the reptile community. Yes, she makes logos for anyone, but if you are looking for someone to create a logo who understands your community, then you'll appreciate this episode. This is Bill Strand. You are listening to the Reptile Entrepreneur Podcast, and we are diving into the second quarter milestones. For the people just finding this podcast, we are working through a year-long project where we start with nothing and have a true and functional e-commerce business by the end of the year. In the first quarter, we established an Instagram digital home base. This quarter, we're going to design a logo and create an e-commerce storefront. Next quarter, it's creating a podcast or YouTube channel, and the last quarter is creating a full e-commerce website. So today, we're starting in on creating a logo for our business. I specifically want to focus on a logo or design that would look great on shirts and merchandise because the product we will be selling by the end of this quarter is that logo on merchandise, including t-shirts, mugs, and any of the myriad of other things you can print a logo on, like caps, mouse pads, pens, etc. Now, if you're working on this project with us and you just can't figure out a logo, then you can still follow along as long as you have a printed design that you own the rights to and can put on a t-shirt. Some people make a living creating t-shirt designs, so there are no limitations to what you can do here. But let's focus in on the logo. A logo is important for your business because it's a picture that will immediately represent your business in the minds of the public. There are many ways to get a logo made. In the past, I've made logos myself, and I have hired artists to do it for me. The Reptile Entrepreneur logo, I did myself. While my Dragon Strand and Chameleon Academy logos were designed by professionals. One thing I want to impress upon you as we dive into the study of logos is that it is best if it is one that you like, but like the company name, the most important thing is the meaning you put behind it. That means that the greatest logo in the world will be garbage if your company treats people like garbage. The simplest logo in the world could be gold if the company consistently produced a quality product. Yes, the first thing we will do with this logo is put it on the shirt, so hopefully it is attractive, but what will really sell the shirt is the kind of company or influencer you are. And this is something we will directly address next quarter. If people like you and your outreach, they will like wearing your logo. And a podcast or video channel is one powerful way of developing that kind of relationship. So let's dive into logos. And here's where I'd like to bring on Adeline Robinson. She was on a few episodes ago talking about being a full-time artist in the reptile community. But today, she gives us an introduction to logos. Please join me in welcoming Adeline back to the podcast. Hello, reptile entrepreneurs. Today, we are going to be talking about logos. And for that topic, I have a professional logo designer, Adeline Robinson. Adeline, welcome back to the podcast. Hey there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. All right. So with our businesses, we see there's logos all over the place. And at some point, we're thinking maybe we should have a logo. First of all, what is a logo and why is it important? So the logo is going to be the defining icon of a company or brand. So that's going to be what you're going to see on shirts, on the typically the Instagram icon, um, any type of merch or apparel or letterheads. That is the the one icon that 
defines that business. When should we consider getting a logo? When, what's the time point in our growth that it, it's time for a logo? De- kind of depends on where you are with your projects. I've had uh, several people reach out to me before they were ready, um, which I'll explain that a little bit later. But when you have an idea of where you want your business to go and what you'll be doing with your business, then I would say it's a good time to get a logo. You could either be you know, just starting or you could have had it going for a little while and you need something now because you're established. Um, Typically, it's kind of nice to start out with one from the beginning, but I've met quite a few people that waited until later to get one. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have had people ask a little too early. So too early being, you know, I've had a couple different reptile breeders come up to me saying, hey, I want to get a logo for my brand. I want to get a logo for my business, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Um, and so they weren't, they weren't entirely sure where they wanted to go with it. And so I, I just let them know, you know, you're more than welcome to come back to me once you've got an idea of, of where you would like to proceed or how you would like to proceed that way I can help get the most effective logo for you and, you know, what you're wanting to represent. Now I've done a number of logos in my life for various businesses and such. And one of the biggest stress points is the idea that I'm making a decision that I'm going to be stuck with for decades and decades. Uh, How committed do we have to be to a logo? Um, Thankfully, you could always (laughs) rebrand if if you end up changing your mind down the road or wanting to switch things up or say your business changes direction, you can always rebrand. You know, sometimes it will be a smooth transition. Other times, if you've been very well established in one way, it can take some clients, you know, a, a, a little bit of getting used to, to adjust. Um, but if it's done effectively, then it should be fairly seamless for the most part. Um, and uh, if it's a really good brand identity, then, then it'll continue to stand out on its own. Okay. So say we decide that we're ready. We know what kind of business we want. What are the important things that we need to look for when considering a logo? So for me personally, I usually try to let clients know usually bigger, bolder, simpler is a lot easier to see. Um, I want people to kind of be able to see their design, say it's on an Instagram icon and your phone's at, you know, half brightness. You still want to be able to see it and you still want to be able to recognize it or, you know, on a banner from the opposite end of a convention hall, you still want to be able to recognize that. Or if somebody sees, you know, a, a, either a a deli cup with the business card on it. You want that, the colors and you want the logo to be easily seen and, you know, easily represented. So bigger, bolder, simpler. (laughs) That's a great question. Uh, How do we get a logo, which looks great as a website banner can be accurately reproduced on a t-shirt is recognizable in a 110 by 100 pixel Instagram profile image and conveys the soul of our company. How do we do that? It could be t- pretty tough for sure, but usually, um, you know, I'll chat with a client. We'll figure out what what their, you know, what their defining brand is, what they're wanting to do, and I'll work something off of that. The, the logo doesn't need to completely explain what you're doing or what your mission is. It's an icon that you want to be noticeable and to be remembered and to be uniquely okay. yours too. So, you know, usually... I personally think that the the simple single color logos are really bold. They pop. They're very easy to apply to, you know, patches, hats, or any type of merch. Mm -hmm. And you can blow them up really well so you can see them. 
when logos get very busy, it is very hard to see what's going on with them. Um, sometimes I'll have to let people know like, hey, I would not recommend putting that many animals in because mm -hmm. it's just going to be a, a, you know, a, a mess. It's going to be a lot of little colors and you're not going to be able to decipher what, what you're looking at. So ideally, you know, when you're trying to keep something in mind, try to think small icon, you know, low brightness, opposite end of a convention hall. You want to be able to see it. You want to, if you're not reading it, you want to at least be able to identify what it is. Um, and then, you know, from there, you can establish your branding. So that's when you can add t-shirt designs or supplemental, you know, branding icons or imagery to, to continue with it. So, Well, that's a good thing to talk about is simplicity. And we look at the, the simplest of logos, like the Nike swoosh, Mercedes-Benz, McDonald's. Uh, they seem to be the most powerful, recognizable, iconic, you know, all sorts mm -hmm. of words here. But if I paid you top dollar and got back a silhouette of an apple with a bite taken out of it, uh, I may wonder if I've got my money's worth. How do you navigate the waters of explaining to your clients uh, that less is more when it comes to logos? It could be a little tough at times because I think a lot of people, um, you know, in the, in the reptile industry, especially, there's a lot of very bright, colorful logos with a lot going on. Um, and so that's kind of almost like the norm. And so sometimes I think people have the expectation of having a lot of elements in there. Like I breed this species, this species, this species, and that, and I want them all together. And I go, hey, now, you know, it's awesome. However, it would be better as a t-shirt design than a logo. Um, and that reason being, you know, projects can change, but it's kind of hard to fit a lot of elements into one design while making it simple, clean, and elegant and recognizable as well. Uh, so usually I'll, I'll talk people through that process. I'll share different examples. Um, you know, there can be symbolism attached to them or different types of icons that represent different things. Uh, but usually it's kind of a, a process, especially with the, the simpler ones, to make sure it gets nailed right. So okay. it's sometimes the, the simpler pieces can be a bit more difficult than, you know, say, a drawing of an animal, because it's a little bit more straightforward. You know, there, there's a lot of brainstorming and a lot of drafts that go into the, the really simple logos. What's the difference between pictures and words when it comes to logos? Um, typically, most of the logos that I do are either icons themselves without words or the will be the business name in there. So that way you recognize, you know, the artwork as well as the business name. I haven't done too many of just text or, you know, fonts. It could be a little bit tough because there's a lot of fonts out there and a lot of them are very recognizable um, once you've been doing it long enough. So, you know, there's, I almost kind of play a little bit of a game of what font is it? Where if mm -hmm. I'm driving somewhere, I'll recognize a bunch of fonts. Hey, that's so-and-so. Really? Oh, you know, I've used this one on different things, different projects. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's definitely an effective way of using it. I don't specialize in the, the text type logos myself. Um, but I know there's a lot of people that do, and they make really effective logos with them. Okay. Do you have a sense for what the difference is as in impact uh, or, or use of the different types of logos like that? I think it it depends on the business. I feel like a lot of people tend to kind of remember icons or if you have a font and you've got a name that stands out and it's really well um, placed, you know, you've got a really good font, you've got a good name that goes with it and it's got really good placement. 
you'll recognize that and you'll know that, you know, the reptile report, that's fine, but you know it. Mm -hmm. And the second you see it, you know what it is. So, you know, I think there's definitely different ways of applying it. You know, it's not comic sans in like an off color, you know, Mm -hmm. just so-and-so breeders. You're not really going to notice that and that's not going to stand out very much. But if you try to make something that is more your own, um, to make something a little bit unique that stands out, then it's, it's very effective. Yeah. Okay. Say we get a logo, uh, uh, say we hire you, you create a logo for us. What is the most effective use of that logo? Typically for a lot of new businesses, I recommend they start with their start home base with their social media accounts. So, because, you know, with starting up a small business, you pretty much need to have a social media presence. So I'll make everything sized to, you know, be able to be displayed as an icon. That's kind of specifically what I'm aiming for. So that way it fits really nicely on an Instagram or Mm -hmm. Facebook Mm -hmm. profile photo. So you'll want to do that. You'll want to post it on Facebook, Instagram. If you get the deluxe logo package, I offer uh, basically a watermark version of that logo to add on in your photos as well, especially if, you know, with the amount of scammers these days, when it comes to stealing photos of animals and posting them online, I've had my photos stolen so many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's a really good idea to to watermark your images with your logo. Um, so kind of just putting it everywhere, honestly, um, all throughout social media. And then when it comes to going to shows and establishing yourself as an in-person business, it's good to have business cards, to have a banner, to have a tablecloth. Um, any other type of things you might need. Actually, this was really awesome. One of the logos that I did fairly recently, uh, they were set up at Tinley. They had their banners, tablecloths. They had everything set up. They had hats that were awesome. They had mugs, they had tumblers, shirts. And uh, it was really cool because in the display racks for the snakes that they had for sale, they actually had their logo printed out on paper okay. underneath the snakes. Okay. So I just thought it was super cool and, and pretty unique because I, you know, don't see it very often with some of the logos that I've done. So it was just really cool to see them there, but basically any type of application that you would like to. Okay. Well, let's run through a scenario. If I decided I wanted to get a logo, say I wanted to rebrand reptile entrepreneur and get a logo. I contact you. What are the steps that we're going to be going through? So typically I'd ask you to take a look at my website to see which different packages you might be interested. So everybody's got a different idea typically of what they want. Some people want, you know, high detail realism, like digital painting of their logo. Other folks will want something simple and clean, something really iconic. It kind of depends. You know, some, some people they're, they're aware that the single color icons, you know, are, are very, um, you know, in or almost, corporate in a sense, but they'll, they'll want something completely different. And that's, that's up to them. So usually I have a talk with the client about what it is they're looking for in particular. And then from there, I'll ask them, Hey, you know, what do you keep? What do you breed? What is it that you're interested in? You know, not that every single logo is a reptile logo. Most of mine are, but some of them are for other businesses as well. So I try to try to get with them on, you know, what's something that you would say represents you without getting too complicated. Um, you know, I did a, a pipe logo recently for um, a friend that they carve pipes and they do okay. a, a really amazing job at it. So, you know, we, we basically found a way to take one of the pipes and almost make it into like a, a single color art piece for a logo. And so there's, there's a lot of different ways of applying, you know, what people do or what people are interested in in like a nice, clean, 
format. So I just chat with the clients and see what they're looking for and, and do my best to navigate, you know, how to make that happen in the best way possible. So uh, I imagine many of your clients would say, I'm not sure what I need or what I want. How do you work with that? Usually for that, I go, all right, well, what are your favorite, you know, what are the species you're working with or what are you looking to work with? What are your favorite colors? And do you have any fonts or, or any, any looks that you've seen in the past that you really enjoyed, you know, that to get an idea of what you might be drawn to so we could do something, you know, for you, but something a little bit different. And so usually once I start there with like the bases of the, the colors, the animals and, and maybe a font, um, we'll brainstorm and we'll continue to talk and then we'll develop that into, you know, well, what do you think of this species here with this text? And, and we end up finding something that works well for the client. Okay. And you say this takes about a week to do? Usually within the week, yeah. So if anybody listening would be interested in contacting you to uh, get a logo drawn, how would they do that? They could go to adelinerobinsonart.com and uh, check out my logo section. And if there's anything that you see that uh, you think you might be interested in or you might have any questions or you just want to you know, chat about them, feel free to email me at adelinerobinsonart at gmail.com or hit me up on social media, adelinerobinsonart. Perfect. Adeline, thank you very much for coming on and sharing your experience with Logos. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. If what Adeline has said spoke to you, then you can get to know her better as a person and an artist by listening to Season 2, Episode 19. There is nothing more strengthening to the community than supporting each other. So if you would like to hire someone to make your logo, check out her style. Her website is adelinerobinsonart.com and you can see the logo she has created under the Services tab. If you like the look of what she produces, you can contact her there. We'll be talking more about logos coming up. So now is the time to start thinking about what would be good for your company or outreach. Thank you for joining Adeline and me here today. I look forward to seeing what you all come up with. Please let me know. Until then, take care of yourself, take care of our reptile community, and let's see what we can build.